Um, and then we can we can start like I like to sometimes start like impromptu. You know mm. what I mean? Like oh, it's like oh, we were just having a normal conversation. Oh it's like oh, hello, didn't see you there. Boom! All did of we, a sudden, did we start recording? Did we start recording? Ooh, 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 ooh. that's crazy! Like there is so much loud noise outside that the yep. microphones are probably picking up, guys. We're recording. Oh they stopped on a dime right yeah. now. That's impressive. You're that's scary. professional. They're well, they're professional. They yeah, know what's going on. Terrible. I literally have my previous guests mm. still in the house. Yep. They have not left yet. They're on their way out. Yeah. And in and out. We're swapping them like crazy. You're probably thinking, what's going on, Hassan? You're in an entirely different outfit from the episode that I watched last week because this is a different week for me. Guess what, viewers, listeners? This is happening right after the Myung and Tina Kitten episode, back to back. I have an incredible guest here. Will is, of course, not here. Once again, Screw as Will. always, he's off fucking off somewhere, probably at a wedding or a party. I don't yeah. know what the fuck he's up to. Yeah. I think he's at a wedding. Uh, but I am joined by my esteemed guest. Wow. Incredible. I mean, we've been trying to get fucking this man on this podcast for like, Years before I even started a podcast, I was like, I need to have this guy this on. Such bullshit. And and this he was like, Haha, get your money up, not your funny up, kid. I'm not coming on. It's Jack Courage Dunlop in the building. That's right. One wow. of the thieves owner. Co-owner. Co-owner. Yeah. Uh, uh you were a caster yeah. at a certain point, I yeah. think. I don't know anything about that side of the world, but I'm gonna ask you it's all right. New Jersey's very own. Yes, sir. Yeah. Jack Courage Dunlop in the fucking building. Wow, I made it. On the fear and pod. Yeah, that's right. Fear and pod. You had that. You practiced that. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this dumb thing called? No, no, please. My publicist. I don't have a publicist. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I had to go through your publicist. I'm just done with this BS of me being like unreachable. I never was asked. I <laughs> was never asked. And then when I got asked, I thought it was a mistake. I said, "Are you know are things getting or like?" You're having that much trouble getting guests for the show because I'm low on the list. That's not true. Like you said, me young and Tina Kitten on this. This episode's gonna get five views compared. That's to that. not so true. We That's can literally say whatever not true. the hell we want on here. That's also true. But also, what's not true is that I have been trying to get you on. That is true. Well, thank you. Because I, I I was very excited to have you on. Um, I love hanging out with you off camera. I think you're a very you. interesting, very funny person. And uh, you know, we have a lot of. We have a lot of similarities, you and I, in mm. many different ways. We look very similar. We come from similar backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm I shaped, mean, no, no, no. But I, but there's I'm a lot. Of, like a pair. There's a lot of stuff that that uh, you're going through that I I have gone through and am still going through with respect mm -hmm. to like weight loss, being a Jersey boy, you know, uh, eating bagels. Yes. So uh, all of that I'm excited to talk about. And also you're like an analytics wizard. You love looking at analytics. Okay, I'll take, I'll take that. Thank I you. I think like, well, and I am too. I yeah. like looking at the, you know, I, I think it's fascinating to be able to look at something that is otherwise qualitative. Yeah. And, uh, you know, arbitrary, subjective, and then, uh, and then being able to quantify that is something that I find very fascinating. So I look at that a lot. So there's a lot that we're going to talk about. But yes, I'm joined by Jack Courage Dunlop, co-owner of 100 Thieves. Well, thank you for having Boom. me. And I can't believe I'm finally here at the house. Yeah. The, the place. Yeah, wow. It's so, it's so rich and so expensive. Oh my God. I mean, I actually can't believe that you had armed security. Yeah. And they, turrets. they checked my net worth. Yeah. Walking in here. Yeah. They were like, is, is that real? They like literally were like, they checked his necklace. Like the guys on TikTok with the... Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, it was fake. Thanks, Nate Shop. Yeah, they were like, this is uh, not VVS. Yeah, no, 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 I can promise you it's not VVS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing it's not, it's that. Uh, yeah, they're, they're like broke boys. But anyway, listen, what? Uh, you're here. You finally made it. First question, immediately, yeah. okay? I'm firing this off. Why courage? Wow, great question. Um, and, and for what it's worth, listen, we don't need to make this whole episode about me and my history, I'm more than happy to talk about whatever you want to talk about. No, so, I know, but I just, but that's what I want to talk about. All right, good. Well, why courage? Um, growing up and still now, I have a lot of anxiety. Anxiety's always been one thing that I've battled. And when I was making my gamer tag, I was originally, I used to play called Bambino from my baseball days. Fucking dude, you yeah. are so I New was Jersey. number three. That's I was insane. a first baseman. I was a lefty. I was overweight. I would hit home runs in Little League. I would literally eat in the dugout. My nickname was Bambino. And then I became XX Lethal 1XX in Call of Duty 4. Come on now. That's badass as shit. That is the most no pussy having ass gamer tag I've ever heard. Do not be rude, okay? I it's got a so, lot of pussy. No, you didn't. And then I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was definitely a virgin throw. <laughs> wait, wait, say that again. XX Lethal? XX Lethal 1XX and the 4, the T, and the... The O in one were all numbers. It was like four seven zero, basically. <laughs> you were doing lead speak. If, if you are um, jealous, you didn't have that name. Just say it because that's my my about. name was Hellboy Hassan. Oh Jesus Christ! My entire like pretty much. You definitely like getting pegged. Sorry. <laughs> um, no Hellboy like the comics. Yeah, yeah, no for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I I was I was a big Hellboy fan. I don't know why I called myself Hellboy Hassan. It's, it's so weird. That's kind of weird. But either way, uh, before you so rudely interrupted me. Oh, go, uh, ahead, lethal. <laughs> go ahead, Lethal One. I'm kidding, kidding. Continue with your... Uh, I was in Death by Headshot. <laughs> Dude, what? Halo 3. <laughs> and then I became Courage. I Courage because I wanted to have more courage in my everyday life. I was huh? very easily struggling with my anxiety. Does that like, mean want you wanted courage. to be the Lethal One beforehand? Or do you want it to be the Headshot Haver? Uh, beforehand, uh, uh, I wanted to try to feel cool online, and I thought that that helped me because I was an absolute pussy in real life, <laughs> and none of it helped. Very different from the experience of every other uh, lethal one yeah. that you can find. No, on, absolutely, on John Wick ab- absolutely uh, is a lethal one. I'm the opposite. Yeah. So. Okay, that's I love that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. My my name is Hasan Abi. It just means older brother Hassan. It's not as cool, but it's Turkish. He's like the older brother. You know, Maddie was just went, went to Turkey. Really? Yeah, she had a great time. Why did she go? She just went with her family, and they had a. They went to Cappadocia and mm, beautiful um, Bodrum. Also beautiful. And Istanbul. That's where, that's where I've spent a lot of my summers. Yep. So she they had a great time. And Istanbul's where I grew up. They stayed at a hotel where uh, they had a wine dispenser, like in the walls. That's crazy. Yeah, and she said it was really bad wine, but they had a great time. They also got scammed about this pottery thing. Always. Yeah. Oh, you have to get scammed. It's like the Turkish experience. Is that really it? it it's weird. Like, if you're a tourist in Turkey, 100%. Like, when I go, I like to fuck with the cab drivers because they yeah. think I'm American, you know what I mean? And yeah, I'll just, yeah, like, yeah. go in and I'll go speak in English. <laughs> and then, and, like, they, it's weird. You can kind of tell when someone's Turkish. Like, if I see someone and I'm like, that motherfucker's Turkish, I think. <laughs> like, it's like a weird sixth sense, right? Yeah. And I think they get, like, a little suspicious at first, but then when I'm, like, speaking English, like an American person, they try to fuck with me, and I'm like, and then I'll just, like, bust in, and like, not nah, I'm going to kurma. 
obviously. And then they're like, holy oh, shit. shit. Yeah, I'm like that fucking white kid and who the, speaks the, fluent Mandarin the on YouTube. The price goes down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I love have that you, Have you seen that? Yes, yeah, he's like, bro. white, crazy white boy spits Mandarin. <laughs> dude, he actually crushes it, bro. Um, he does. Or maybe we think that because we don't speak Mandarin. No, but he does all He does all different languages. He does. thinking the same guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, every time you get to see people's reactions to that, man, talk about a way to bring people together and like make people smile. That content was so, yeah. so good. I just like I don't know if he has like picked up like a couple words from because like sometimes he'll just be in like Uganda and I'm like but you don't fucking speak this language like what, what do you mean there's no Duolingo for this like what did you do who's, who's checking his ass because I yeah. sure as hell ain't yeah well then all those episodes he could just be saying he's yeah and then, and then like paying someone to be like oh my god yeah. this is brilliant yeah. you know what I mean like. But I don't know. I don't. It's just that's too much. It's too much languages. It's too no. many languages that no. And I love the challenges too, where he, they'll be like, uh, "If you can speak a language, I can't." You get like a gift card for a free sandwich, and they're like, they have to come up with the most obscure language. He's like, "All right, you like, win. Here's a free sandwich." Yeah, I'm I was like, about to say that seems like a like what? I'm okay. like, "All right, well, shit. Yeah, okay. Uh, all I know is English." Yeah, really? Sorry to let you down. You don't. You don't speak anything else. Took French for nine years. Je parle petit peu français. And uh-huh. the, oui, oui. And that's also just a fake sentence. Oh, you I think just it's made like I, I think that I, was so convincing. I speak a little Crazy bit of French white is what boy. I tried to say. Crazy white boy shocks shopkeeper with his fluent French. See? And then there's like little sound effects. And yeah. That shit goes viral on TikTok. That's crazy. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I know um I know uh, omelette de fromage and uh, sacre bleu. Omelette uh, de fromage is just a cheese omelette. Crazy white boy, dude. Look at me. Come on now. I, I'm fluent in French. So, yeah, yeah where are we talking about? You're oh, yeah, spitting. lethal one. And uh, that's how I got into my gamer tech. I love that. That's cool. <laughs> what is, for people that don't know, yeah. how did you how did you become 100 Thieves Courage? Like, what are the steps that took in your life? Because there's going to be a lot of people who are like, Hassan, who the fuck's this who's guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. Not because you're not famous or anything. You're, you know, you're, uh, you are. Sorry, man. Um, I've already felt flexed on by coming to the house. No, 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 no. God damn it. Stop. Stop. No, I meant. I meant like, you know, I have a, a different yes, audience. I get it. I get it. So um, I, I was just a fan of competitive gaming growing up. Wound up becoming friends with people involved in competitive gaming because of a game called StarCraft. Those people became friendly. They worked at a company called Major League Gaming. I then got offered an unpaid internship at Major League Gaming because mm-hmm. I was a video intern or as a video editor in college. I was going to school for media and film. Wound up having an opportunity to go and host the show with Chris Puckett, the MLG uh, host and legend. Mm-hmm. From that, I did a good enough job that they offered me a spot as like a tier two caster. I need to pause you for a second yes. there. Like your YouTube video. Fuck. My brain is so broken from it's Twitch okay. streaming. Chris Puckett also happens to be the name of a chaotic vice president of advertising that I had to work under. And it like That's reignited some trauma. Oh my God. This dude was a psycho, bro. Sorry to hear that. That's crazy. Everything okay? Are you good? No. Okay. I don't know if I can get. I was just thinking about <laughs> I don't know that. If I was I like, keep going. You say Chris Buckett, I'm like, it'd be crazy if it was the same person. It Probably is, not. I'm, it's I'm definitely promise not. you it's not. Chris yeah. is a very good man. He's a uh, very good man. Yeah, this guy was not a good guy, but go on. So then he got me an internship. I became a call, a call of Duty commentator and went up kind of the ranks, and that became like the top Call of Duty commentator alongside my great friend Maven. Fortnite came out. I was streaming on the side for supplemental income. Began to get a bit of a following in Fortnite. Took the leap. To going full time into Fortnite. How many viewers did you have when you were like, "This is my shit. I'm doing it now." When I got so I originally joined Optic Gaming and had the opportunity to get my full casting salary under Optic Gaming, 
Um, but Optic at that time, for anyone that's deeply involved in knowing of esports, it was run by a terrible ownership group at that time. And so I kind of joined like a shell of Optic Gaming. Uh-huh. And, but thankfully, I was still basically paid to just stream by them and like yeah. rep their brand. So it worked out great for me. My goal was to hit 3,000 subs on Twitch. That was like my, I'm going from 1,000 subs, and if I can hit 3,000, I can really do this full time. That's good money. That's, I mean, that's 1,500. I oh, mean, yeah. uh, 15,000, sorry. Yeah, and so when I took that leap, I went from 1,000 to 5,000 subs in my first month of being full-time. Like, my community really went all in. That's what happened with me, too. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I'm super grateful for that, and it kind of just blew up from there, and Fortnite what was your peak off. at Fortnite when Fortnite popped off? Because for those of you who don't know, Fortnite was the thing. We still haven't had another Fortnite. It'll be tough since, to have another Fortnite. Yeah, I don't know if there ever will be. It's like it's like thinking about like Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like these are world change the Beatles. These are world changing performers and acts that probably will never be replicated because everyone else that comes after them is kind of biting their shit. I'm, just, I'm formulating the tweet in my no. head. I can already see it. Michael Jackson, the Beatles, Fortnite. No, but like obviously we're clowning on it, and it like it's whatever. I but mean, at its peak, like it kind of redefined. Uh, I mean, it took no, BRs it, to the next level. It just took gaming to the next so, level. And yeah, just, I mean, there was no battle pass before Fortnite. Every game had loot boxes before Fortnite. Yeah, they were just um, hooking us up on gambling. There's there's now more now Riot does skills. Both. Sorry? Now Riot does both. He's kind of fucked it's up. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. There are more um, collaborative skins in Fortnite than there are of their own that they've created now. So, like, in Fortnite, you now could be Master Chief with Rick Rick and your car from Rick and Morty. Yeah. With Michonne from The Walking Dead. With, you know, Kratos from God of War. With a lightsaber as your pickaxe. And the glider is from Naruto. And, and you can do that combination hundreds of times over now because of how many to be fair i kind of hate that it's very profitable but i do hate that because it's like ip plays are now becoming like the easiest way to kind of get everybody excited yeah and i think like while all art is derivative if we're going to talk if we're going to talk about this from a higher level i think that that does have the capacity to just kind of fucking ruin uh, art in general that's how you get all the the free guy movies and well i also think that, like that a lot of like the dedicated Fortnite fans of like the lore of Fortnite do miss when it wasn't every season wasn't a big character from a movie or a show because i think it harmed the Fortnite storyline that people so loved in chapter one into chapter two yeah there was like bombs and there was the like rockets a, the happened, rocket yeah I the island that. getting destroyed from the black hole and then like Midway through chapter two, the Avengers showed up, and then it like, then it kind of all began to get like, what's even going on in this? Um, yeah. But with that too, Fortnite also changed things. Where like, there was no cross platform before that. Like, people on Xbox couldn't face people on PlayStation. Is Fortnite the the first cross platform? That was the one that broke down all the barriers. Fortnite. Yeah. They they like PlayStation had no reason to do it because they were winning the console wars, and it was this whole big thing. And then finally. Yeah. Now you can have Xbox with PlayStation, with Switch, with mobile, with your... That was not a thing. So... Yeah, no, I remember. It's uh, insane. Back in the day, which was, you know, simpler time, better time, I would say. Uh, there was no, uh, you know, spirited debate around... You know what I'm about to ask you. No spirited debate around mouse and keyboard versus... It's a big deal. Controllers. It's a big deal. Now, for those of you who don't know at home, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is... 
This is the biggest debate yeah. in the gaming community. You are, uh, are what, what side are you on on this? I'm in a bit of a unique scenario as a little bit of background because I was a Call of Duty commentator. That was only controller. So I was yeah. always only playing controller. And I have 10 plus years of controller experience. And I will say I'm quite good on controller. But then I also, on Fortnite and on other, on, I played PC since 2011 as well. But I'm also pretty darn good in mouse and keyboard. There's a lot of people who only are good on one yeah. and not the other. You could just say Nick Merckx. Damn, you called his ass out, huh? And Tim the Tap Man. And Tim the Tap Man. You know, he's ass on controller. Um, Isn't he also ass on mouse and keyboard? Yeah, he's just ass at everything. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, I'm terrible, so. Yeah, it's all right. (laughs) Takes one to know one, Tim. Good thing is, though, you can beat his ass, so he can say whatever you want about him. I don't know. He's he's a big dude. He does have dad strength now. Yeah, brewer, so he's got his father, so that gives you like 50% bonus strength. Yeah. Okay, Um, so you're good at both. And you can totally see the strengths and weaknesses to both sides. Mouse and keyboard, better from range, weaker up close. Controller, weaker from range, micro adjustments up close. Aim Assist does the job for you. The issue, though, is that now competitive games have the ability, Apex Legends, it's like a necess- it's necessary to have a controller player on your team for up close fights. They can run an SMG or a shotgun and dominate inside building fights, or then you can have a mouse and keyboard player from range being able to... Sniping. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, it's like, well, it shouldn't matter. It just come down to their skill, and those should be equal. But it'll always be tough to balance. And obviously, just like most things in life, controller players think that mouse keyboard's overpowered. Mouse keyboard thinks controller's overpowered, and it causes a lot of strife. I don't really understand how you could say mouse and keyboard is overpowered, though, because it's all technical. It's like all, there is no aimbot. I mean, the copy pasta meme with it is that, like, you have your whole arm to aim yeah. versus me only having my two thumbs on the joysticks. Yeah, I mean, no one is, I think, saying that it's just as easy to aim with a thumb and a joystick. No. It's not. But, you know, there I is think, no... I think the frustration is just the strength of rotational aim assist and how powerful aim assist in games has gotten. I mean, there's videos out there, and, and I feel like all half the time they're just fake, but there's a lot of videos out there where just, like, the guy will swear. He's like, I don't even have the hands on the controller, yeah. and the controller's just moving around. Like, yeah. the, the crosshair is moving around. No, there's absolutely... It, it, it's definitely very strong, and now you can do all these micro things to dead zones and and... and vertical and horizontal, you know, aim speed and this and that. And in COD, you can have dynamic or black ops or this aim assist. And it's like, holy shit, there's 800 aim assist options. Nate shot just hopped on COD for the first time in a long time and was reacting to everything he could change on his controller. And it's like back in the day in Modern Warfare 2, you were like four sensitivity, tactical, hop in a game. Now there's 50 options that you can change. That's crazy. Do you think that's better or worse? I mean, I just think it's great that like player players can play whatever they feel comfortable, but at the same time, it's like what can't we just like make it can't we just like hop on in game? Why'd have to change eight hundred things? Okay. Uh there's another robust debate that's happening that you've also thrown your hand in the ring on and you've gotten a lot of criticism for it. Mm. I'm of course talking about skill based matchmaking. Mm. You've been playing Call of Duty, it came out. Mm-mm. Did you give him these topics? No, I I've, I follow you closely. Wow. I am very Thanks, familiar man. with your you work. You want me to sign some stuff on the way out? What? Yeah, no, that would be cool, nice. Cool. All right, I got you. Yeah, I have, my, I have the uh, Courage JD Monster Energy, or not Monster, uh, Game Fuel. Yeah, the Courage, the Courage JD Game Fuel uh, that I stole from your house. Thank you. That I That used real all. juice, so we better not yeah. be around here still because you'll get sick. Probably no, I drag all of them immediately, okay, but it, it, you know. 
You'll, you, I have the can still, Good. so you can sign Thank you. Up. Thank you. Um, skill-based mass ma- matchmaking. Yeah. What is it, for those of you who don't know at home, you want to explain it first? Yeah, skill-based matchmaking is essentially where the goal of the game is to put you in equal level lobbies or lobbies that are of similar skill to protect people from players that are much better than them or protect those that are much worse than them from getting stomped. Mm-hmm. I absolutely think skill-based matchmaking has a place in gaming, but there is a place for it, and it shouldn't just be everywhere at all times without any rewards for being in them, in my opinion. I watched your video yeah. where you talked about it, and at first I thought immediately, get better lol. Yeah. That was what I wanted to write. I, I wrote it out. And, and before I hit send, Thank you. I stopped myself, and Appreciate I really... It. I did something that no one on the internet does. That's <laughs> and, I, and I tried to understand where you were coming oh, from. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And shit. That's got the chills. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. It's very unique. You guys should try it out one time. It's so strange. <laughs> it's a very strange experience. Um, and one thing that you talked about, which was uh, something beyond prestige, like a ranking system. Yep. Which I, I think they're actually implementing. That's what, or at least I saw... Uh, they they made an announcement that. that there's a rank coming in 2023. Yes. So that is, you are correct. I think that Call of Duty's ranking system, the prestige system, is nothing. Yep. Like it needs to be at this in this day and age. If you want to have a competitive shooter, even if the the dynamics, even if there are so many variables that will like ruin a game, make a game easier, whatever, um, you still need to have a ranking system. You still need to have top 250, top 500, yeah. Radiant, Immortal, that sort of thing. Like in Valorant, I know this from my personal experience. Like I am a very casual gamer, yeah. But I've been playing Valorant a lot, and it is uh, I'm obsessed. With- of course. I'm obsessed with uh, the idea of ranking up, even yep. though it's f- literally for nothing. Not a single person is going to be like, oh, wow. Like, Hassan made it out of silver. Yeah, like, <laughs> not, like that's something that like 14-year-olds do without even thinking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but for me, it's like a big accomplishment. And I, so I totally understand it. No matter where you are in the world, no matter where you are in your own career, that little thing, especially when you're able to just like ride with it, like hold on to it, is, is a brilliant way to keep people sucked into the game. But then, like, everyone values their time as well. And, like, seeing yes. the ability to watch yourself improve and the fact that, you know, how there's the, the triangle badge that shows, like, what rank you've been across the axe. Yeah. You can go back and see. Like, yeah. the fact that in Valorant, I can go see three acts ago when I was silver to now being diamond and I can see my oh, progression. Oh, you were silver three acts ago? No, I was, I've always been uh, diamond or low immortal. Yeah, it's all right, man. We're not all shit at the games. Um, it's all right, bro. You'll get there. You One really day. will. No, I won't. That's I will okay. never. I, that's so many years of just <laughs> playing. People don't understand that. People think like, like I played basketball my whole life, so I, I've always been able to recognize it from like that level of competition yeah. where it's like the difference between like some of the top players on the planet or, uh, you know, someone who is like genuinely, truly, what is it? Radiant is the highest. Yep. If you're not uh, in the top 500 or immortal. Uh, yeah, immortal. And then there's ascendant is right below. The yeah, immortal one. ascendant. Yeah. Like, let's say someone is an ascended player, right? These are, you know, there's thousands of them. Yeah. But like the difference between that guy and, you know, the couch potato who plays casually or like plays, tries to play seriously or whatever at like, you know, gold or plat is truly like demonstrably different. Uh, and and I, I noticed that when I started playing with pro players, 
when I, cause I always thought like, well, you know, anyone can do this. Come on. I've been doing this my whole fucking life. Right. And then I would play with like shroud and I'd be like, Oh no, everyone can't do this. This is literally like if I played with an NBA player, like it's, it's, you know, maybe not the top NBA player, but definitely like any NBA player would wash me. I played basketball my entire life. Every single person in the NBA would destroy me. I mean, they, they, they see like how you put a little bit of weight on one foot too much. And then, yeah. you know, let me attack that. Exactly. Or, I mean, like I get, I get destroyed. Like whenever I go out to the course, I'm not super good or anything, but yeah. I have a size difference. I have an advantage. Uh, I've been playing basketball for many, many years. So I know how to dominate uh, a lot of players, right? A lot of different players. Is this why you asked me to play tonight? No, 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 why no. Why the fuck would I say because, yes to that? Because you've you... been working out, and I, and I, we weren't going to compete against each other. We're just going to shoot around. Yeah. Because okay. you've been working out, out, which we'll talk about in a second. Okay. Um, but, but you know, like I said, any professional basketball player would destroy me, yep. right? And the difference truly is like that. Like the difference truly is like between a pro player and like a casual person that's like really good is truly like a casual person is good at a sport and a professional player. I mean, Shroud kind of went viral for that clip where he called out the person in chat. This was like a month ago, I want to say now, where he had just gotten onto some game. I forget what it was. Maybe, oh, it was Overwatch 2, and I think he, he clapped back at someone in the chat that trolled him or had mentioned something around a play Shroud had just made. Uh-huh. Like, Shroud hasn't played a lot of Overwatch. Yeah. But Shroud, I think, clapped back at the person and had a line that was like, my 10 hours on Overwatch 2 is your 1,000 hours. Like, that's just how Shroud is. And people were like, I think, he's upset right. by that. And then Nate right. Shot made a TikTok kind of defending Shroud, and that yeah. went viral. It's like, yeah, it's entirely true. It is 100% true. Like, it's flat out. Yeah. Like, his mechanics are so advanced. And that is not because Shroud is, like, uniquely and naturally talented, which I'm sure plays a role in it, that's because Shroud has been fucking playing the mechanics for 10, 12 hours every day for the past 10 fucking years, and you have you just got born. Like you haven't you haven't been thinking about it enough. Yeah. You know, you've been casually playing. People don't understand that. I think like for pro play in video games, like you're doing drills. Like you're doing drills in a similar way to like organized sports. You know, and and when you do it over and over and over again throughout your career you you get better at certain things you don't even have to think about it and those mechanics absolutely translate to other games that you're playing especially fps it's like it's it's like timmy too it's timmy he's yeah you put him on a game and it's just like up yeah you give him 10 hours with it he's better than you after you've probably played for six months legitimately six like he will he will make it you be like whoa even if you're really good and he's got 10 hours on your game, he'll have moments where you're like, oh, shit, I can see what can happen. If he we are it. we are talking about, like, unique uh, people, though. I, I feel like Shroud and Timmy, with, like, their versatility. Oh, they are the point oh oh one of the yeah, 1%. They, they are definitely... But those are the people that I was thinking of when I was, like... When I played with them, I realized, like, we're playing different games. Mm-hmm. My first ever ranked game on Valorant, I played with Tadic, and I made him play for me. No way. Oh, yeah. God. And he just played Reyna... Uh, in Icebox, and I still think about that. Because he was like... What rank was that in? Probably silver? Yeah. I mean, he dropped Bronze? like 37 or something. Yeah. No, but like... It's like going to the playground with, with the Hulk. Yeah. And tell no, because he was to fight the third graders. The way I describe it is like, I play a game that's like very clunky. He was swimming. Like, it felt like he was swimming. Uh, his movement was so fluid. Oh, yeah. There's no... Yeah, his mind is 
thinking of 87 things at once too. That's what yeah. I find most fascinating is that yeah. they can aim like that while also looking at the map. getting the little little bit of information, thinking in his head like what corners he should clear versus not clear, you know, he, knowing just every little bit of detail. It's fascinating when you then watch. It's a, very it's it, it resembles chess a lot in my opinion. I feel like that those game. games for sure. It's yeah. like it's it's you know, you need to take the smallest bit of information and see far ahead. That's why I love StarCraft. I mean, it's a real-time strategy game. Yeah. But you needed to be able to go scout your opponent and see the littlest bits of things and then be able to plan, you know, four moves ahead to be able to win the game. Like, there's no more rewarding feeling for me ever than winning a StarCraft 1v1 because I can't blame anybody. It comes down to my ability to have seen what you were planning to do, out micro, out macro, and win the game. And when they type GG, it's like, let's fucking go. And the game had a great rank system. Yeah. Ranking systems are great. Yep. I, I agree. Um, but going back to skill-based matchmaking, yeah, you, you think that the ranking system should be there, but you also want a no skill-based matchmaking type, uh, you know, arena play, I guess. Well, not arena, but it's a little bit tough. Like right now there's two weeks of dead air before Warzone two and season one come out for call of duty. Everyone, for the most part, many people are leveling up their camos and trying to use random-ass weapons that kind of suck compared to the best guns. Well, because of my skill-based matchmaking, I'm facing the top 1% while I'm using, like, a slow-ass, terrible LMG and, like, a rocket launcher trying to shoot down kill streaks. But I'm facing kids who, like, want to be optic scump and only use the best gun and only do all this stuff. So it's a little bit of a frustrating situation where it's like, I get the situation I'm in. Give me the ability to go like search a social playlist and mess around with these guns so that there's like less on the line. And then it'll also keep me in my skill-based matchmaking when I'm actually trying a bit more seamlessly. Like now that I'm using all these shit guns, it drops me in my skill base. And then I wind up just kind of shitting on everybody when I use the real guns again because my skill base goes down a little bit. Let me just go use the shit weapons that I want to level up in peace. And then... So you don't want to pub stomp. I have no want for that, no. So I, because I think a lot of people, when they complain about this, many people just immediately assume like, oh, you just want to pub stomp. No. Like you want to. I want to rank. So like, because that, that was, Timmy that. was talking about that. Yeah. And, and um, I think Myth said something along those lines of response to Timmy or was, or not Timmy, sorry, Tim the Tatman. Um, and uh, his response basically was like, along those lines where it's like you just want to pop stomp you want to get like 30 bombs you want to get a good clip you want to get youtube videos and skill-based matchmaking is is good across the board i'm not sure if tim the tap man wants to completely eviscerate skill-based matchmaking or not is that something that he's talking about no i think him and doc are just a little bit frustrated where it's like there's just and my one of my issues is there's no variability because skill-based matchmaking's goal is to put everyone between like a 0.8 and a 1.2 kill death ratio yeah no one's getting high kill streaks no one's being able to use different weapons. It's like you just need to use the best to compete with these guys that are all in your lobby that are the best. And every game, everyone in the lobby is like 28 and 22. And that 22 makes... 22 and 22. So that makes it so that you don't feel the fruits of your labor. You don't feel like you're progressing. Exactly. And whereas like, I'll go 22 and 22 every game, but I'll win and rank up and be like, fuck yeah. I did what I needed to do to yeah. win. I got the win. Whereas now... You can't even see your KD ratio. You yeah. can't even see your win-loss record in, in the new COD. It is it weird. It just feels like you're... It, it feels... When you... Most people, I think, right now, when you end a COD session, I think a lot of people end it exhausted versus feeling rewarded because at the end of it, you're like, man, you, you I just want to see that... 
I just went through the ringer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, every game was sweaty. You know, the COD moments growing up was like, run around with just your knife only, you know, or, or, or let's all use riot shields. If I did that shit right now, I would be getting fisted by this dude with smiley face in his name or clan tag this or wannabe pro player that. And me and my boys can't even fuck around with knives out because we're just in the, we're, we're in the blunder. What about, uh, what about cheating? Is, is cheating still a big problem in the new It's call? gotten way, way, way better ever since they updated Ricochet or added Ricochet. Cheating was horrible in Warzone 1. I remember. one of the reasons I quit. But Ricochet has actually had a lot of good and cool moments. Um, the premise of Ricochet is that instead of outright banning cheaters right away... Um, it puts them in cheating lobbies? It does all sorts of different things. But one of the funniest parts, which has gone viral a lot, is that it's the name is Ricochet. Basically, a cheater will shoot you and their bullets will just ricochet off of you. So they'll shoot you a million times, and you'll be getting hit, but it does no damage. So this cheater is helplessly aim-botting you, and you can literally just walk up to them and just bop, bop, and they're dead. That's fun. So it's like they run around and cheat, go for it. You just turn, and you just laugh at them and just kill them. So like there's clips of Tim and them just stunning the cheater over and over as he's like trying to you know he's aim hacking at everyone shooting him a million times they don't die and then they like take turns assassinating him and they and and, and people eat that shit up that's pretty cool i like that yeah. i think it pr- probably still be better if they had like an anti-cheat system but i don't know how you can do that for P- uh, for playstation and, and i've been a bit places. removed from well there's no cheaters on playstation and xbox oh it's yeah, impossible no, it's it's almost in enti- it's 99.99 percent PC and that's for console players I'm not involved on console as much anymore but when when the cheating was bad everything in the comments was like console only lobbies console only lobbies because all their yeah. hands came from che- PC cheaters yeah no I I know I mean that's I, why riots anti-cheat is like a kernel level thing that you like you need to like install yeah. and it, it fucking breaks your computer run. though yeah, <laughs> it literally it, breaks your shit it it, it's can. crazy yeah I've never seen anything like it. Like I, I but have you I, faced a lot of cheaters? I've all, no <laughs> yeah. one time. Oh I've, in all of the all the time I've spent playing, and I've played a lot now. Like for the past couple of months, I've been obsessed. Um, I've only had one cheater, and it was right after like the new map and the new character came out, and it Before was like they could fix in whatever. the beginning of Act Two, I think. Like yeah. I went into a game, and this dude on my team was fucking cracked, right? And I was yeah. like, that's. You know, I didn't even think about it, actually, because, like, you don't even think that there's a cheater ever in yeah. your lobby. You just think, that guy's smurfing, right? Um, yeah, and I got this red screen that said, cheater detected in your oh, team. Like, you your match will be not... Void. Yeah, your match will be void. Like, no points will be given to anyone. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, but, yeah. You I, know who else thinks they face cheaters? Was well, uh, the bronze kids that you faced in that game that Tarek played for you. You dick. Yeah. Well, I think everybody knows, especially... <laughs> Especially everybody knows in lower elos, like you're playing with a lot of Smurfs. Oh, it's which kind of sucks, but there's like not really anything you can do about it. I play with Smurfs too, like because people want to play with their friends, you know. Oh, so that's me right now. Like yeah. literally, when I play COD, this whole launch, I play with my five buddies from home. I'm the best of that group. They join in with me, and their experience is quite literally multiple times harder. Yeah, and and then so now they're like, holy shit! I'm trying to play with my boys. And they're they're getting put through hell on earth. Yeah, no, I I know. I play with when I play with like plat diamond higher players like, like, and I do it regularly. We do five stacks. I'm like, I'm not getting RR because the game automatically assumes like I'm being carried. 
So I'm not even getting the experience that I would normally get. And I'm playing against some of the some much, much better players who are just going click, boom, yep. headshot. You're playing I, a close corner with a judge, and that's it. Yeah. You're just sitting there with a shoddy, hoping they run into you, and you yeah. get a double kill. It's, it's, it's ridiculous because they know, they know how... They know where I'm at every yep. time. It, it's like playing against someone map pack on. Like yep. it's just it sucks, but you know it makes you better. Um, talking about skill based. You want to talk about working out? Um, I do want to talk about working out. Okay. There was one other thing that I wanted to talk to you about before that. With was in this arena, but never mind. Let's do it. Let's talk about working out. Sure. You've been working out. You lost twenty pounds. Yeah, that's is awesome. Hyped. Has there ever been a point in your life where, like, what were your workout goals starting, yeah. uh, starting out? Have you ever achieved them? And was there ever a point in your life where you were like, damn, like, I, I did it? 2017 was when I was like, I did it. I went from 200, uh, I was 262 pounds at my heaviest in my life. Do you have like, a photo of this? Can you pull it up? Oh, man, I got to, I don't know. It was like sophomore year of, uh, to my Twitter, we can, uh, of high school. I can try to find it. I'll try. I'll try my best to find it. Um, this was a long, long time ago. Two thousand. I don't even remember. But either way, I was fat, and uh, didn't how like how I looked. Like two hundred sixty pounds. Oh, here we go. It's, it's like more than what I weigh right now. Yeah, and you're like how tall? Six four. Yeah, and I'm not. Um, can I text you or no? Uh, send it to my, uh, Twitter DM, Twitter DM it to me and then we'll pull it off. From okay. There. Hold on. Let me try to figure out how to do this shit. I'm going to send it to myself first. I'm stupid. Or discord. Are we friends on discord? I don't know. I That's don't... what I'm saying. I don't really add people on discord. Yeah. I don't either. Um, yeah, let's do. See, are we friends on discord? See, now we're just, we're back to fucking square one. Hold on, hold on. Why don't um, you just do Twitter? Do you not know how to do a Twitter DM? How do I do Twitter DM from right here? I hit Twitter and it's going to tweet the photo. Oh, um, screenshot it so it's the top on, of your photos. Okay. Shot it. Now go to your Twitter DMs and then pull it up. God. Oh, pull my Twitter DM up. Pull it up right now. On. Bang. Boom. Boom. There we go. That. What is that holy for? He just said holy. God damn. Yo, what the hell was that, bro? Why are we? Why? What is that? God damn. God damn. You were a chonker, dude. Dude, what are you saying? You were were thick. You were a thick boy. Come on. Theta Kai boy, too. Hell yeah, baby. Theta Delta Kai. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I was, uh, Jesus. I was Ooh. basically a bowling ball. Chia pet hair. That is the most New Jersey-ass photo I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, I was a walking meatball. Dude, like, that is ass. so awesome. Throw some sauce on me. That, and I that is a, that's a, wait, are you a poor girl Taylor Ham? Taylor Ham. So, you were, that was a, that's a Taylor Ham, egg and cheese I'm a North right Jersey there. boy. Come on. Yeah, True. Uh, and then 2017 was when I lost a ton of weight with Maven. I was working out six days a week. Went down to like 195 pounds. You have a photo of that? Uh, yeah. All right. Send that as well. Okay, I want to see okay. it. Let me go find that now. Went to 195 pounds. And it was a bit unsustainable because I was like chicken, broccoli, rice, miserable living Ooh. life like really? that. You, you didn't like that? Okay. I fucking hated my life. Oh, okay. That's, that is unsustainable. We can um, talk about that. That is... Uh, 
and truly. I, and I felt great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was really happy with how I looked, but I blew back up after I. You you did yo-yo dieting, which is what happens to a lot of people, just like yourself. Yeah. Uh, that and I've done this my entire life as well, where you did this thing where you had an unsustainable diet because mm. you did not love the chicken broccoli rice lifestyle. I did not. Yeah. I did not love it. I'm trying to find this picture. I'm sorry. It's all good. No, no, no. No worries. Uh, we, it's a podcast. We can pause it. We can fucking cut. That is true. Um, that air. It's all good. But yeah, no, I, I did not like like that lifestyle. And then I uh, this past year, or yeah, this past year I went up to 239, and now I'm 219. The difference this time is that I've lived a really sustainable um, diet. I've had like a really sustainable diet. Mm-hmm. Been doing a lot more fasting. Which has been really helpful. Fasting really, uh, the first time around, I lost a lot of weight fasting. Yeah. I did uh, intermittent fasting. I did OMAD, which is one meal a day for those of you who don't know. Yep. Um, And, of course, tracking my calories, calories in, calories out. Mm -hmm. Um, And using my fitness pal to do that. And basically logging everything. And it it made me lose. I was 200 and... Uh, I think I was like 320 at my highest, but wow. when I first started like seriously dieting, I was like two, yeah, I was like 300 pounds and I went down to 220, wow. uh, 225. That's when I had a six pack. Congratulations. I mean, that's a huge amount of weight. Holy yeah, shit. that, that is, God damn. Look at this dapper young gentleman. You look better now. Yeah. And so th- I, I, and I, gr- I, I, thank you. I agree with that. I think I, I, I like much more. Now. Like that was 195. My goal, if I had a goal weight right now, it would be like 205 with good muscle. Yeah. From lifting. Uh, yeah. I'll no, never be a 180 you're, pound person or anything like that. You're, I mean, you're more swagged out now. You have like, you're, Thanks, you've grown helps. into, yeah, you've grown into your, uh, your body. Thank you. <laughs> That's what, no, I, but I talk about this all the time. Like, dudes, good facial hair. It's like 20, like four there. No, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> A lot of people don't figure that out. I, I look like, you know, I, I couldn't figure it out either. And uh, a lot of dudes don't realize, like, good facial hair, good grooming habits. You know what I mean? A lot of that goes a very long way. Dressing well. Oh, yeah. Back then, I, like, was barely tailoring clothes and things like yeah, that. that. That is, like, a huge factor. Most dudes don't realize that. That's why I always say, like, every dude can be a seven. No matter what, you can always improve. Uh, in like pretty easy and simple ways, uh, in make immediate improvements in your life that will make you more attractive in general to a broader population. People 100%. don't want to believe that though. Um, but yes, working out and dieting is the hardest one, but the most important one definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I lost all that weight. I gained all of it. I gained so much weight during COVID. I went, I shot back up like, uh, during COVID because I was like not working out. My mom was living with me. I brought her over here to, Jeez. to live with me. Yep. Uh, during COVID, she was just fucking feeding me, dude. <laughs> she was feeding me. I was playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto RP. Like, I was just not leaving. I was a potato. Yeah. I just didn't move at all. And um, I felt like shit all the fucking time. I was depressed. It's crazy how that works. Yeah. And I went back up to like 285. And now I'm down to 240, 249. I'm still trying to get down to 225. But I put a lot of muscle back on. My muscle has atrophied. Um, you know, I'm still working to get back to my peak shape, uh, and it's been a journey. It's hard. You're but, hot, bro. Uh, thank Hassan, you. You're, you're a hot guy. I, I don't, I, well, there's no know, other way to put it. I, I hit it well when I was fat because people were still thinking that I was like in really good shape when mm. I wasn't. And it sucked. Cause I was like, big I'm black so t-shirts. 
That's my. Yeah. That's why. I'm that's how you do black. it. That's how you hide it. Black is nice and slimming. Yeah. But my 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 hack this time for anyone watching that might want to lose weight if you have a Nintendo Switch three incline on the treadmill or sorry ten incline on the treadmill three speed and play a turn based card game like Slay the Spire or turn based anything game and uh, take the nunchucks off and you just kind of walk on the treadmill while playing the game as it's resting right there and next thing you know. 40, 40 minutes of the treadmill, I'm dripping sweat. It flies by, and it's great. And then I fast with the Zero Fasting app, which I actually got from Elon Musk. Oh, God. Thanks, Elon. We don't like Elon. Not too fond of I Elon. Can, I, you have pictures out there of him. Yeah. yeah. You have, like, with the, with signed a, with stuff. X's, with X's marked on his eyes. <laughs> no, you have. It's like, yes, your whole thing is, like... Yeah, Grimes brought it over when yeah, she was like, here. <laughs> there you go, all these shit. Um, yeah, I am not too fond of him, <laughs> but right. especially recently. With well, what's funny is, no, I agree, but what's funny is he just tweeted about how he, the way he was losing weight was, he literally said, oh, there's this app called the Zero Fasting app, and I looked it up, and I've been using it, it's been great. What is, it, what, what is the app? I, I have never he just said it this. helps hold me accountable, so like, when I'm fasting, um, I can hit like start fast and program my type of fast, so I can see the benefits to what I'm doing, mm-hmm. it helps me actually see my goals. And That's interesting. I, I, again, I like a rank. I like seeing what I've achieved for everyone. It it is very different. Like every, every body is different. I lost a lot of weight doing OMAD. I don't do it anymore. Um, I, uh, usually will break my fast, I guess, quote unquote, uh, if I'm working out, I usually break it with a protein shake in the morning after I'm done working out and then I eat a, a lunch and dinner now. Or if I'm not working out that day, I usually will break it at like around three. But again, lunch and dinner. Um, and and then do you stream before or after you eat? No, I, I eat during. I, you, I, you just I, straight up during, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll have one of my two meals uh, while I'm streaming. Makes usually. sense. That's normally me too. Yeah, and you know, people are always like, oh, bro, you're always eating on stream. I'm like, dude, click, the of, ban. <laughs> you ban them. Instant the ban. Of, dude, every, if I had a dollar every for every day. time someone tuned into my stream and said, of course, Courage is eating when I tune in. Yeah. I would have too much money to know what to do with. Yeah. It's just like, is this like, dog, have you thought that maybe I eat at the same time every day and you're tuning in at the same time every day? Maybe that's the reason. No, they haven't thought that. No, I know. It's just so frustrating. At first, you're like, you entertain it. When you're a smaller streamer, you talk about it. You're like, well, this is my only meal of the day that I'm eating on camera, blah, blah, blah. You give it the time. And then and then when you have 30,000 motherfuckers in there and like 100 of them are saying it in a row. Yeah. Click, 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 click. You, you pop off like you pop like five of them. They're gonna shut the fuck up quick. That's How many gotta, people do you think you've banned in your stream? More than ten thousand, easy, easy. Um, I know for a fact that if like, I had ten thousand viewers, I'd ban all ten thousand. But I don't. So yeah, I, I mean, this is over the course of many, many years, yeah. and like there have been moments where I've had you know two hundred, three hundred thousand people, two hundred and fifty. I think it was my peak um, during that, like events. That when was that peak? Was that elections or January six? Okay, yeah. elections was like 150. Wow, and then January six was 250. But Damn, I, I, I mean, we need more insurrections for you. Well, I mean, I, I, I like, I like when shit like that's not happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I get that. Um, I, you know, and sorry to bring us off topic, but this reminds me of something is like kind of you kind of been a good little bill of of always on the edge of drama, in my opinion. Okay. Part of what you do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. Does it's, it? It, it does sucks. It, doesn't it take a burden on you mentally? It does. It sucks. I yeah. hate it. 
I actually, um, contrary to popular opinion, uh, which people are always like, Hassan, you're always finding yourself in drama. I don't like it. That's why I often, I want to do positive collaborative relationships with other streamers. Like um, the way that like XQC, for example, hangs out with like uh, Kai and, and Aiden and all these other people. I usually can't do that, unfortunately, because like, you know, they do a lot of stuff or Aiden does a lot of shit with like Andrew Tate or problematic people. And he'll do something or say something that's like dumb. And I feel like my community or even myself sometimes need to address it. So I can never have like a positive collaborative relationship, it feels like. And I think that sucks. And the only time I'm like, quote unquote, collaborating with people is when they fuck up uh, in, in a gigantic capacity. Yeah. That like it's so much so that it becomes like platform wide or like real world news. Um, and I, I hate that. I, I wish it was more like, you know, I'm just chilling casually and I play a video game with like. Would you, you know, do a cooking stream with me? Yeah. Would you? Of course. But you're also like, you're very brand friendly. You're not going to say anything like. Stupid. I try to, I try to avoid that yeah. again. Cause I can't, I just can't that, do it. That's different though. Like, I, I mean, I hang out with like offline TV and, and you know, the roomies and everyone like that. That's entirely different. Cause like they're never, they're very brand safe. And also they're, they don't have like problematic opinions or anything like that. You know yeah. what I mean? But I do, it does suck sometimes. So I, I don't like, um, I don't like that kind of drama, but if you're asking about like real world news, uh, from a drama perspective, that definitely is is burdensome for sure. Like covering police brutality, mass shootings. Um, the worst is when you actually do have a, a passionate uh, candidate that you you like fully want to support and are publicly supporting, like Bernie Sanders or even like John Fetterman in Pennsylvania right now. Um, and then he gets stroked out like he had a fucking massive stroke first day of his campaign looked like he was going to destroy this guy dr oz yep heard of dr oz yeah uh running for pennsylvania senate as a republican now and then that like renders his that really threw a giant uh mountain of a hurdle on his campaign and then you're sitting there and you have to like watch this guy try to fucking communicate and you know what he used to communicate like and it just breaks your soul yeah like that is the the worst my my worst feeling moments are often during controversial instances like mass shootings and whatnot or the invasion of Ukraine, um, things like that. But then also when I have the audacity of hope and then it's just like phew, stripped away from me. That's when yeah. it sucks. That's like really, really sad. Mm. Anyway, I didn't mean to get serious. We don't do politics on this podcast. So. Hey, I, I I enjoyed that conversation. Thank you for yeah. answering my question. Yeah, no problem. I think you did a great job. You should oh. become a podcast host. Yeah, I this is I will. You could really make it. Yeah, you're lucky. You. you know, we'll let you host this today. Yeah, the, it's it's really fun that it, he he lets me host it quite frequently by not being here. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, he's a busy boy. Don't it's worry. Like, that's what Courage and Eight Shot Show has definitely been more than a few times where. Matt's available, and I'm, or I'm, I'm only available, and it's just like, all right, we got to roll with the punches. Yeah, it happens. But isn't Courage and Nate shot on hiatus? It, it's so <laughs> interesting. It's not. It's it, it was on hiatus for a bit. Uh huh. Then it came back, but then there was a miscommunication on it being like every two weeks. Like we never wanted it to be every two weeks. We just wanted to really have episodes that we cared about. We oversold it the year prior. Is that why you guys never asked me to be on it? Because you um, cared about the episodes, so you were like, yeah, let's not yeah. have a song We on. just knew this episode would suck. <laughs> um, That's interesting. 
I mean, I don't know, man. I, we have people like when Deeps who help get the guests. Yeah, because when JHB had me on his show, yeah. they build it to me as though like not build it, but like they sold the idea of me going on as I was going on the Courage and Nate Shot show. You weren't on our podcast. No, I feel like we would have. First off, that's just stupid. You weren't. Yeah, I was never asked. Okay, well, and I, the only time I, I was apologize. asked to be on a podcast was the JHB show. I apologize, which is not right. the Courage and Nate Shot show. No. Okay. But JHB's fantastic. Yeah, he's great. Um, but I think I think Matt and I are also, you know, in the three years, over three years we've been doing it, life takes a lot of turns. Like Matt's planning a wedding. He just got a house. 100 Thieves has grown a lot more since then, where it was like, oh, Matt was in every video. Now he's helping launch an energy drink, helping plan a game behind the scenes, helping with our future apparel, like things like that. And then from my end, I'm helping more behind the scenes than ever before with content planning especially for 2023 and how i'm spilling youtube secrets to 100 thieves and try to help them from a channel approach that we've gone very much from like being one of the only four people that can be on camera to like hey we're helping a lot more move you know move the yard line forward behind the scenes yeah. I, is that football terms i don't know i, I don't watch I football it. yeah neither do I. I yeah um but yeah so i think right now I would love to keep the Courage and Nate Shot show going, but at the same time, it's both busy, very busy. On that note, you just said spilling YouTube secrets, and mm. guess what? We are going to be doing that. However, not on the free episode, but behind a paywall. Oh my god! Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to give this good you guys stuff. Guys are out. so out of touch. <laughs> What do you, oh, we, I am putting or, it behind a paywall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For of course. Uh, this Shame is how we pay. Me. This is no. how we pay. This is how we pay Marsha's salary. As a matter of fact, uh, Patreon.com. Oh yeah. Page. Well, when he's not, he was treated so badly when he's not fucking up the audio. Oh, when dude. he's not fucking up the audio, Marsh. Yeah. I mean, exactly. every time I saw him at a shoot at Hundred Thieves, I just knew this it was going to go haywire. Yeah. Um. We will. Oh, we will talk about that drama as well. Yeah, yeah. Boss versus former employee. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash end if you want to see the juicy bits. Uh, what do you want to promote? Where can people find you? I just want to promote everyone having a happy and healthy holiday season. Okay, but where can people find you? Courage JD everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. On that note, we'll see you on the other side. Pass paywall. Peace. Maybe it's because I look it up on Pornhub and stuff, but it's like not very good. I also can't find myself like I would never like read something and jerk off to it. I'm surprised these books aren't like stuck together from how much you probably use these. That's a nice cock. cock. Good cock. Now that's a nice cock. Uh, who else has got? Would by the way, we are fulfilling our contractual obligation to talk about penises every episode. This is great. We literally talk about dicks every episode. I've realized. I think you know what it is. The dick is really underappreciated. <laughs>